there, teachers, and welcome to Lit Pro, the podcast for high school English teachers in Northside ISD right here in San Antonio, Texas. I'm your host, Barbara Bloomingdale, Academic Technology IST for High School ELA. In each episode, we are going to delve into the concepts and skills your students will explore in your courses. We will share lesson ideas and best practices for each unit, and we will talk with teachers from Northside campuses about what works best in their classrooms. Joining us today are Kelly Palmer and Tony Pettis, my colleagues from the high school ELA office. Hi, I'm Kelly Palmer. I'm an instructional coach who works with English teachers in the special education department. Hey guys, I'm Tony Pettis and I am a high school ELA instructional support teacher, better known as instructional coach. So this is our first episode and we are really excited to be talking to you about all things ELA. The new school year is just around the corner, and I thought this is an ideal time to dive into the first unit in the NISD English 1 curriculum, the procedural or work-related document. This is, a short <laughs> this is a short unit that only takes two to three days, and it's a perfect way to start your year. Now, I know what you're thinking. No one is going to get excited about writing emails the first week of school, but this is a great way to get to know your students and share something about yourself in the process. Tony, I know you taught this unit in your English 1 class at Stevens. How did you introduce this to your students? Yeah, so you're right. It is kind of difficult to make uh, writing emails sound exciting. Um, so what we did is we kind of tried to draft. Uh, for me, the point wasn't um, necessarily the email. It was about like voice and, and tone and having the appropriate word choice for um, your audience, right? So one of the first things we did is we kind of brainstormed the topics that a student and teacher uh, might have in common to talk about or, or a student and a classmate, and then also like a, a coach and a, and a teammate or even like um, a, a class sponsor, you know, mm -hmm. the, the groups that you have in class. And, mm -hmm. you know, we try to show the overlap of, uh, of all the topics that, that would come up um, that you would have to talk about with uh, a student, teammate, teacher, coach kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really smart because, you know, that that communication is going to happen on a pretty regular basis. They're going to have to contact their teacher or maybe even at times an administrator. So it's not just these really formal contexts where students and their teachers have to interact. It's going to be for some more common everyday situations. Kids got that, the gist of that. A lot of it was kind of grade related, but you know, sometimes uh, even like references to, hey, if you like this, you might want to read this other text and kids would email about that kind of thing too. So um, they found it helpful to see all the different reasons you would communicate with a, a friend from class or the teacher. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I know one of the, practices that we continually talk about in ELA pedagogy is modeling. What kind of modeling did you do for your students? Yeah, so I, I would show them an email that I had sent uh, a coworker, maybe um, even a friend, and it would show that sort of joking nature. There might be an inside joke in there that I have to explain to the kids. And then I would show them an email that I would send to uh, a boss, a supervisor, like my principal or my academic dean. Yes, I love that when you shared your sample email with your students, an email that you wrote to your academic dean, 
their reaction was, wow, sir, that's so extra. I can't believe you had to write all of that. It, it's interesting because text messages tend to be such an informal medium that I think they forget to consider their audience. We've all been guilty of sending an email without doing a tone check or a spell check and kind of regretted what we said or, or just not giving another look. And I found that my students were doing the same thing. They would kind of shoot an email real quick just to kind of be done with the assignment. Not all my students, but some, maybe uh, about a quarter of them would do that. And so I wish I had done maybe some more uh, modeling of the importance of that or some think alouds as to, you know, what would happen mm -hmm. if I sent this email like this, you know, would that would that be the best, that kind of thing. One way to teach email etiquette is with a tech set. Teachers, we have some student-friendly articles that your classes can use, and we've made sure to cover a range of learners' needs. So you'll find an article that works for SPED learners or for L's called How to Write a Formal Email, an on-grade level option from Grammarly.com called How to Write a Perfect Professional Email in English, Seven Useful Tips and some more complex articles from the New York Times Learning Network that are ideal for advanced learners, such as pre-AP students. I'm going to share all of the links to our text set articles in the show notes. After reading the articles, students can create a list of the top five email etiquette rules or a do's and don'ts guide. And it might even be interesting to have them create guides or lists for different contexts and audience. For example, a peer or a friend or a teacher or even for an administrator or a counselor. A great way to assess students' understanding of the email etiquette rules is for them to demonstrate what they've learned by composing their own emails. If you're a fan of that classic Dear Me letter assignment, it's easy to redefine that task as a Dear Me email and they can write a dear teacher email too. So Kelly, what kind of information could students include in these emails? Well, many of us start the year by having students complete interest surveys or learner surveys. And we were thinking that the dear me email could take the place of that by integrating the information you would ask in the student survey into a letter or an email, just having the kids introduce themselves it would kind of make the task more meaningful and engaging for them. And students would also be writing instead of answering short answer questions or just filling in their schedules. They'd actually be writing an email introducing themselves to you. You could have students generate some questions or categories of things that you want them to share with you or they think are important to share with you or you could ask them some open-ended questions. Um, questions like, in what ways do you excel in school or in what ways do you struggle? These questions um, could be helpful for you to know your GT kids or your 504 kids, uh, special ed, or maybe just students who have anxiety about English class. That's it for our first episode. Thanks for listening and for putting up with our terrible sound quality as we work out the recording kinks. Teachers, you can find a link to our detailed lesson suggestions and text set resources in the show notes. And if you have any questions or feedback, we would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at Bloomy Tweets. That's B-L-O-O-M-Y underscore tweets. Or email me at 
barbarabloomingdale at nisd.net. That's B-A-R-B-R-A dot Bloomingdale at nisd.net. Thanks for listening. Thank you.